Thursday, beautiful people. Welcome to Love, Babs, Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. I think it's going to be a beautiful day in the Elm. I'm excited. I have a 915 guest. I believe Jesse Phillips is going to pop on to, to give me the rundown on the very black is beautiful uh, Connecticut Black Expo. I grew up with the Expo in the 70s. And, uh, and then I saw it come back briefly for a short period of time, I think in the 80s. And here we are uh, in this new millennium. And the Connecticut Black Expo is back. And it's going to be right here in New Haven this weekend. So I'm excited to hear how all this went down. It's this weekend at the uh, Floyd Little uh, Field House right there in Beaver Hill. And uh, I think there's plenty of parking. If not, people will figure it out. And I think it'll be a great weekend for uh, a Black Expo. And if you don't know what a Black Expo is, it is... Uh, it is a combination of, it is the umbrella for black excellence in business, arts, entertainment, all the things that make black people, black people, uh, that you'll get a taste of at the expo. Um, but I'm gonna let Jesse tell you all about it. I'm just imagining that that's what it is. That's how I experienced it when I was a kid. So we'll see. So I hope everybody is well and in good spirits. Don't forget. Uh, Arts and Ideas is throwing down on the green today, 12 o'clock. Uh, they're going to do the second line. Uh, I have been waiting for this, and I'm so glad the weather is going to be uh, pretty good. A little, I, I guess they said a little windy, but ain't no wind going to stop nobody. If rain don't stop us, wind ain't going to stop us. So a little breezy, I think, but uh, I don't think it's cold. So it's going to be in the 60s, high 60s. So it'll be perfect day to be on the green uh, doing the second line. So if you've not heard, uh, I'm telling you now, get yourself to the green today between 12 and 1 so that you can participate uh, in the second line. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be fun. I think it's called Rhythm Exchange, a New Orleans second line with Yale and art school on the green today. So we're going to gather. So it's going to be, I guess what they're calling it, a musical melting pot featuring Indian vocals, jazz, bachata, or bachata, hip-hop, New Orleans-style parade, and Day of the Dead celebration. Oh, baby, this got everything you want. And on a Thursday in the middle of the afternoon, so you know what? If you got the blah-blahs or the willy-woos, this will shake them loose for you. So make your way to the green. But in the meantime, um, hopefully somebody will pop on and talk about talk about the uh connecticut black expo and 10 15 we are we are reconnecting to our ancestors anru is back he'll be here 10 15 and i know y'all love when anru is here because you stop me in the street and tell me and uh and you're glad to hear him and uh and he always puts me in a good mood and that's how i know i get i get all my spiritual satisfaction and all my spiritual mojo when he uh shows up and just right on time, just always right on time. So I'm looking forward to the 1015 conversation with Anru. Uh, it's going to be a, what did Cornelia, Don Cornelia say? It's going to be a stone gas, honey. <laughs> Don't act like I'm the only one that, 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 that doesn't know soul train language. You best believe it's going to be a stone gas, honey. <laughs> I love Don Cornelia. <laughs> Soul Train was my childhood thing. Uh, so yes, yes indeedy, yes indeedy. 
what did I do yesterday? What's going on? Let me. I, I went to if and I went to Westport Country Playhouse and saw um, from the Mississippi Delta. Uh, wow, 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 wow! Three women held down that play. Three, three sisters held down two hours worth of dialogue, movement, choreography. It was incredible. It was really something to see. And I'm glad we went to see it. And we saw the matinee. So we rolled up to the Westport Country Playhouse. Beautiful day, lovely day for uh, theater. Um, and it was a really amazing play. And then I believe some of my sorors went last night, which is real, which I'm happy about that. So people have been going. So I'm so glad. And we came back. Uh, we rolled over to uh, the Creative Arts Workshop because uh, it's open source week. Right. So we went over there to uh, see the new exhibit um, by uh, curated by a Vietnamese uh, art student who's graduating from Yale next year. Uh, she curated uh, this wonderful exhibit. Let me see, let me see if I can. I posted up my pictures, but I want to I want to be able to tell you what it is uh, across land, across water. Um, and uh, the young lady's name is Ivy. Uh, and so she curated the upstairs and downstairs. And these artists who presented this work is quite stunning, beautiful artistry. So if you have chance between now and the end of November, uh, get yourselves over to Creative Creative Arts Workshop in their gallery and check out this exhibit. I mean, you really, you know, you really ought to see it. Uh, it is it is absolutely beautiful. Uh, and so, so we were there last night in the evening, and then we ran across the street to El Segundo, <laughs> and had hot dogs and cocktails. <laughs> they have a little mezcal that we liked. Um, and, you know, we made them like de sweeten it for us because, you know, sugar. Uh, but it was good. It was so, so good. It was good. So we had a good time. Uh, so we did that last night. Um, so it was a wonderful way to end the day. Uh, and then today, uh, let me tell you. Uh, you heard my conversation with um, the the folks from the Justice Collaboratory at Yale, uh, Miss Hinton, and uh, and the widow of uh, uh, Winfred Rembert, um, uh, Mrs. Rembert, and uh, they're going to be on a panel tonight celebrating the life of uh, the life, art, and legacy of Winfred Rembert, who passed away last year. And uh, but a prolific artist, and uh, posthumously got a Pulitzer for his um, memoir, um, "Chasing Chasing Me to the Grave." And so they're doing a celebration of him tonight at Next Haven. So I want to pop through there. Uh, I'm going to miss my Black and Law class for this because <laughs> I'm such a fan girl, and I and I, I just want to. I just want to pay my respects and just, and just, you know, that kind of great greatness in the midst of this city is ought to be honored. So I'm going to go and check that out. Uh, and then I think that's, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, that's a lot, right? Go on the green, shake it up a little bit with the uh, rhythm exchange. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, in the day with the uh, celebration of Winfred Rembert's life. So I'm excited about, I'm excited by that. Um, I'm very excited by that. 
So, yeah. And so hopefully somebody from the Black Expo, Connecticut Black Expo, will pop on. If not, I mean, you can catch them. You, they have a wonderful Facebook page with all the uh, bells and whistles to it. You can get your tickets. Uh, uh, it is happening Saturday and Sunday. So uh, they've got a wonderful lineup of artists and panels and all kinds of things. It's going to be at the Fieldhouse. Uh, Sunday is going to be all jazz, I mean, a gospel kind of vibe. So, you know, you know, it, it'll be a wonderful thing. So, um I just, I'm excited that these kids will get to experience what I experienced when I was a kid going to the expo. When I was a kid, um, it was a field trip from school. <laughs> like we, we went on a field trip. Hey, Mr. Phillips. Good morning, Babs. I heard you talking junk. Hopefully somebody from Black Expo is going to be popping in. Of course we're going to be popping in. You know, hopefully it is what it is. We popping in. I, I didn't mean it like that. I'm like, listen, sure. I got Listen, I know how radio go. I know how people's schedules go. I know, I know. And no, when you got a big event, you'll be pulled in 50 million directions. But most important, you, sh- you show up and you come through for friends. <laughs> My dear, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? I, listen, I'm excited about the, the, the expo. When I, I was telling people, uh, when I was a kid, Jesse, uh, you know, when it was at the uh, the, the armory, Used to be at the Gulf Street Armory when I was a kid. You know, we'd get out of school. It would be like a field trip. <laughs> Babs, what, what, what year was that, though? Oh, Lord, it was, this was in the 70s. <laughs> this was in the <laughs> 70s. This had to be like, I was 10 in 73. So it was like 75, somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah, it was cool when I went to go um when we started the process earlier, I, I went to uh, the New Haven Library um, and looked in like the scrapbook from, and this saw all of it in the, the 70s, like a lot of rich history uh, in the 70s, the pictures, the articles. Um, and I can just imagine as you're describing it, what it was like um, in that, that period of time um, when the New Haven uh, uh, Black Coalition was sponsoring it. Yes. Um, it was called the, the, oh New, the New England Ex- Expo uh, was what it was called. So, all of the history, a lot of history from the 70s, uh, which was more than, than the others, but it, it was good reading it and, and looking at the, uh, the articles. So tell me, what, why now? And, and, <clears throat> and how did it come about? And, you know, because that's a very specific thing. And it has, it evokes very specific memories in people at the expo. And I know it came back for a minute or two somewhere in the eight, late 80s, maybe, or yep. I don't know, some point. But but this is coming back in a really big splash. Like I love all the graphics. I love all the the, the I love all the uh, news around it. I love all the, the the hub and the buzz about it. So how did you what's what's the thinking about this? Like how did you come to want to do this? Well, it, it started um, August. I think the last week of August, first week of September. I called uh, Torrance Flowers. Uh, that was part of the uh, Elm City Nation crew, I believe, that did it in the, the mid to late 90s. Um, oh, that's right. Right, oh my right. Gosh. Both him, Scott <laughs> X, Larry Young, Maurice, a whole list of other other folks. Um, and again, I've never experienced uh, the expo. Uh, I've been hearing all the stories. Um, and I called him and I was like, bro, all right, <clears throat> a lot of people getting ready to repeat, you know, repeat our history and end up doing the same thing we usually do. But it's like, you know, George Floyd is done with a lot of 
well, not done with because the issues are still going on, but it's like black people got, you know, it seems like we got a short memory, right? And we can have a traumatic experience. We rally high, high, high for two weeks, maybe two months, maybe a year. And then it just, you know, kind of fade away a little bit. It's no longer that that sense of urgency to like, nah, this is not going to happen again. We're not going to keep doing this. And, and separate from that, but also just like, all right, what are we doing to continue our, our to talk about our history, our legacy, to celebrate us um, and, and bring us together on a consistent basis? So I was like, you know, that's, that's bring back the Black Expo, right? 43% of businesses closed. I don't know any specific group that's like, you know what? I'm going to focus on trying to bring those businesses back, at least in my community, at least in my my city, um, at least in my state, um, and keep that at the forefront of policymakers or bankers or just other other groups. So I was like, there is no other time left to do it now. And if we do it differently, then that's make sure one that is consistent, but two, that's make sure that you know it's definitely no roller coaster. One year we do it for four years, then we stop, then we just, we started up in the eighties, then we stop, then we start in the nineties, then we stop, then we do it in two thousand seven, then we stop, then we do it in twenty thirteen, then we stop. Once we do it, we're going to keep doing it, and then there's always going to be. Um, uh, continuity, right? Always making sure that there's younger people at the table uh, mm-hmm. to keep it going. And then third is to make sure that it's financially stable uh, to be able to continue. Um, and some of the things that I, I'm sure as you notice uh, visiting our website is that we have a lot of corporate uh, supporters um, um, that are our sponsors uh, right here in our backyard. Um, and I think it's about 30, uh, which is which is good. I don't, I don't know if the uh, the previous ones um, had that type of a, a relationship. It's not just, um, you know, multinational companies. We have some of the largest black companies in the country that are actually uh, sponsors um, as well. But we wanted to do lessons learned and just making sure that there's that gathering, consistent gathering for a couple of days every year, like it was in in, in the 70s, even though it was, I, I saw a couple of times where it was three three days, um, that we always provide that, that environment for us to get together and to talk about our issues, learn from our issues, and also develop an agenda coming out of that, right? We talk a lot, mm-hmm. but we never walk out of meetings with, all right, Babs, you're going to go do this. Torrance, you're going to go do that. So-and-so, you're going to go do this. It's like, there's no strategy whatsoever. We had fun. We had a party, but we still don't know where the hell we're going, what we're doing, right? And that's what we want to be able to do um, after having these conversations, take these notes. Um, we've been taking notes over the last several years, too, of different things that's been going on in, in Connecticut and specifically New Haven around black people but nobody's wrote these things down saying like all right let's bring these things up in in conversations but then also walk away with with an agenda that's exciting because i you know you know now that we're seeing the freddie fixer trying to resurrect resurrect itself we just came off the heels of the third annual elm city lit fest you know so there is a there is a definite desire for black folks to have black excellence and black luxury in our neighborhoods and communities. I mean, you see it, you see it with the arts and ideas festival. I mean, people are, are hungry for connection to community in the ways that they used to remember it that has gotten away from us in the last, I don't know, decade or a couple of decades. So, uh, so where did you start when you start, when you started, when you, when you thought about this, because you could have called it anything. You didn't have to call it the expo. You could have made up some other new name and, and and resurrected it without even mentioning the past. No, you're absolutely right. But we we wanted to pay homage to the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that group in 1972 that 
came up with that name, even though it was New England. Um, why, why shy away from it? Um, other states have continued that name, uh, like Texas Black Expo, like Ohio, like Indiana, uh, like South Carolina, North Carolina. They continue calling themselves uh, the Black Expo. Some have changed their name to Black Heritage Festival, um, but mm. we want to call it what it is. It, it, it started out as Black Expo. It was Black Expo in the 70s, Black Expos uh, for a couple of years in the 80s, 90s, and we're just going to continue that. But it's like, we just, as a way of just recognizing um, the folks who 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 started this journey in, in the 70s, almost actually 50 years ago, um, in 1972, by calling it a Black Expo. Um, wow. I shy away from from that that blackness <laughs> so what's the theme do you have a theme do you want a theme should there be a theme <laughs> uh we we toyed around with uh whether there should be a theme because you know once i when we have themes and we i'm sure because you hosted a lot of dinners and and, and awards and it's like everybody has a theme 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 and we gotta figure <laughs> out every year trying to come up with with a theme um our, ours this year is um action driving black excellence um whether whether that becomes a uh a consistent theme, a permanent theme. Uh, it could be. I don't think we'll be every year trying to figure out. All right, what's the theme for this year? Because you'd be sitting here trying to spend so much energy on on, on a theme. Um, just just call it what it is and then stick with that. Most folks are not going to remember uh, what the theme is, right? They're going to remember the experience. They're going to remember what came out of it. Um, not. Do you know what that theme was in 2022? No, I just know I brought my kids or. I had good food or it was a really com- really good conversation that made me want to start my business or maybe, you know, me wanting to grab a couple of people every time there's an election to go vote. I mean, you want the experience uh, to be something that people think about or talk about, uh, not really the, um, the the theme. And it'll save us three months of planning uh, if, they, <laughs> if there is no theme. But you know, everybody got a theme, 20 folks trying to figure out, no, mine's better. I like this one. It's like, there's no even need to, to, to take up time trying to come up with a theme. Lead up for the for the, the church anniversary. <laughs> so, so tell me, tell me about the planning. How did you, how did you build this weekend? Like, how do you start from finish? What do you, what do you think that you, when you, when you all gather to talk about this, like, okay, the day needs to have this, the weekend needs to have this. We have to make sure we have this. How, how did those conversations go? How did you know, um, or, or how did you culturate or uh, uh, pull together, think about, what you're going to do for this weekend? That is a really good question. That's a really good question. I, think, you know, I know you know you need like, okay, we know we need music. We know we need something. How do you, how do you figure out what to build a day around? That's a, I, I think it was more, um, wow, that's because I'm trying to re- reverse uh, and, and going through those conversations. Um, I mean, we, we definitely wanted to make sure we followed the blueprint of what was done before, um, right? With Torrance and all these folks uh, that were part of the, the that original group of, all right, here's the basic of what an expo had. And looking at the articles too, it's just like, you always got to have the entertainment um, and and you, you can't shy away from that. And then always got to make sure that we have black uh, businesses to support. Um, so you got to have those vendors and exhibitors. And then you also have to have the providers uh, that want to either get critical information out to our community that can help us around housing and um, uh, closing the uh, the wealth gap, achievement gap, and so on. <clears throat> the different pieces we're trying to figure out what what panels do we think are the priorities of, of mm-hmm. our community um, and making sure that we add that component to it, which the other ones didn't have before. 
And um, as you know, visiting our website, we had three on Saturday and three on Sunday, um, the health one focusing on health disparities, um, um, Black Career Pipelines uh, is another one. Um, uh, the Achievement Gap, well, not Achievement Gap, but uh, Education is another one. And then uh, Build Back, Build Back Black, uh, which is our entrepreneurial um, our panel. Um, and just a few other ones. Um, uh, I think uh, Closing the Wealth Gap is another. Um, and I'm sure I'm missing one one other one. But that those were the pieces where all right, here are the basic things that we definitely got to make sure that we're we're having a conversation with as far as panel uh, conversations. There, we wanted to talk about other things such as cannabis and, 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 and other stuff, but it's just like, all right, there's only about so much time that we have. <laughs> all right, it's, it's only two days uh, and we got to fit in so, so much. And it, but it's like, once you start writing down, it's like, damn, we got so many issues we, we want to address and deal with. You can't deal with it all. And the thing that we wanted to do different about the Black Expo is that the Expo does not stop this weekend, right? It's what goes on in between, right? And mm-hmm. I, we try to, you know, have this conversation when looking at the history of other ones. Folks like, oh, I can't wait till next year. No, I can't wait till November or December when I'm going to keep hearing from the Black Expo as it relates to health and education or cannabis or this or that. We want to keep consistently feeding us um, and feeding our people on programs, services, um, our current state of affairs as it relates to the good and the bad, right? A lot of a lot of this information is not in the central location. A lot of it is not fed to us consistently, right? So it's like, we want to make sure um, that one, now that we have folks information, we don't want you to unsubscribe and we're, gonna, and we're not going to just, you know, feed this stuff to you in a, in a um, high level way, but stuff that's creative in a way for you to digest it. But it's like, you should be then taking this information. Oh, I got this text from Black Expo or an email from Black Expo as it relates to, you know, current uh, student uh, student loan debt or or uh, or financial empowerment. And you want people to be talking about the stuff in the barbershop Sunday. You know, you want that ongoing conversation to where like, oh, I can't wait till next year because they're going to keep feeding us more and more more information. We don't just want to keep having parties with no purposes, entertainment mm. with no purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to, those are some of the things that we want to do uh, differently with the expo. So you, so you, so Friday evening, you're going to have six to nine. Is this, this, I'm looking at the schedule, black and powerful professional mixer. Yes. Okay. That's going to be at the bow house at the canal dock. Yes. Okay. So that's, that's going to be fabulous. Uh, Saturday morning, you're going to have a corporate mixer breakfast. Cause if you didn't, if you missed it last the night, if you missed it Friday night, you might be able to catch it on Saturday morning for breakfast. Right, it's going right. to be at Next Haven, which is a yes. great space for this kind of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely want to highlight what they're doing over there. Most folks, if you haven't heard about that, that, that excellence over there, we wanted to highlight that facility. Man, it's a great space. I was there. I was just there the other night. I'm going to be there tonight for the uh, Winfred uh, Rembert uh, celebration and conversation. Uh, so the expo opens at 12 o'clock. Yes. Uh, at the Floyd Little Athletic Center, which I think is a good use of that space because you have parking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that space. I tell you that space. Yeah. I know, I know. I you don't got to tell me. <laughs> and then you're gonna the first panel was disparities in healthcare. Uh, so you, I guess you know you have to talk about health. You have to talk about edu- You have to talk about the things that are plaguing our communities. Um, 
this every year, right? Yes. Every year, every year. It's been like that for the last five, 10, 20 years, right? Right. Keep talking about the same thing until you get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then two o'clock, you have entertainment. Now you, I, I'm looking at the entertainment piece. You've got a bunch of folks who are, 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 are you got Carl Thomas, SWV. I mean, it's a bunch of folks that I was like, yeah, that's a very, uh, it's very grown and sexy, I would say. Yeah, you start thinking about the nineties all over. Again. Yes, <laughs> I was telling someone. Um, it, it was funny because you know, I mean, I was I grew up in the nineties and was still young in the nineties. But most of us, we we get home. You know, I was I get home from from Jackie Robinson Middle School and my older sister playing. You know, um, right? You know, we got MTV Rap. So then you got um, uh, then you got uh, Video Soul. All these music that she was hearing and hearing this experience. It's just like, you're, you're only like 10, right? And 12, but it, it, it then kept going and going. And it's like, the only music I listen to consistently is still 90s music, which is, really? which is weird. It's, it's, it's funny, but it's a transient <laughs> time. So I, I can't wait. I think, I, think that's a gr- I think that's a great idea. And so you've got entertainment for a good part of the day. And then yep, there's, and there's a- entertainment in between each panel. So... Uh, there's a lot of different local uh, and regional um, professional artists that we're going to be highlighting uh, from our our community in between um, each panel uh, conversation. Not just you know singing and, and rapping, some spoken word, some um, entertainment to get you moving and grooving. Um, so it's it's it, I, I guarantee you it's going to be uh, fun even in between panels. So sometimes if you're getting heavy information, you're gonna be like, all right, I feel good now. I'm ready for the next panel, but there's something that that's going to have you uh, pumping you up before the before the next panel. Okay. Yes, because after the disparities in this entertainment, then you have closing the wealth gap, entertainment, mm-hmm. build black better, and then mm-hmm. entertainment, and then greetings at the toward the end of the day, then more entertainment, then the main entertainment, mm-hmm. and then the closing, and then woo after party at Terminal <laughs> One Ten. Yeah. So, yeah. So you you're just gonna move people. People gonna be together all day. It's gonna be like it's like a family reunion. Like yeah, you, and you really do. And it's like you want you want to build on it. Um, and and this is only still a couple of uh, events. Ohio Black Expo. They had like eleven things going on throughout the city, um, all at Black establishments. Um, and, and we hope to get to that point one day where we could be able to do that to where we're highlighting all these different assets in our our community. That's one, bringing uh, people, uh, that's bringing commerce, uh, that's bringing vibe uh, to these places as well. But that that energy you want to walk away, it's like, oh, I didn't know Bloom was there. Oh, I didn't know so-and-so was there. I didn't know Next Haven was there, right? You want to you wanna have these things um, and highlight these these assets that are in our community for us to, to, to come together to these places outside of the expo, to shop at these places outside of the expo, um, and, and, and just highlighting, uh, but, but having fun. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a family friendly event. You want you want families to come out? Yes, we do. We definitely do. <laughs> we definitely do. I mean, and, and and folks have to know that do not bring your your uh, your child uh, if if you're not going to be with your child. So it's not a drop off spot uh, either. I used to go to Black Expo, so you go in there by yourself. Uh, all children will have to be accompanied by an adult. Um, because we want to encourage families to be there together to experience the expo together. Um, not only that, we don't want to babysit your child or or deal with uh, any issues of, you know, folks just just wondering. But you want this to be that experience that I look forward to 
going with my niece, my nephew, my neighbor, uh, or my own children, um, and, and, and being a part of these conversations together so they can then talk about it with their, their children one day. I'm looking at the, the panelists for the, for the health disparities, and you got all the powerful, I mean, you got both the Deseers, right? Yeah, that's, like, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> you I was got wise, moderating together. I want to see how that plays out. Well, you know, know, honey, they, let me go first. Let me go first, honey. No, listen, no, 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 let me go. They've been at this a while. They're a team. Let me tell you. Yeah. Have you seen them? I, I love them. Yeah. Um, you've got Aisha Clark, who's the uh, uh, Health Equity Solutions. Uh, and who's also interim. a soror of yours. Up in yes. yes, 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 yes. Uh, because a soror just stepped down from that. So. <laughs> yeah, <all right. laughs> and uh, I know Dr. Camelia Lawrence is a, 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 a breast surgeon doctor. Yes. And she's yes. my guest. Uh, she's my guest tomorrow, as a matter of fact. So I will bring oh, wow. this up again with her. Yeah. And uh, Tiffany Donaldson, Connecticut Health Foundation, um, and Dawn Johnson, who I serve with on the Planned Parenthood of Southern New England board. And uh, so you've got a. This is a. If, if there's anybody should be talking about health, it's these folks. Right, right, and 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 that was the other thing too. Is if you notice too, at a lot of the different panel uh, panels that we have in moderators, they're from each part of Connecticut. We don't want people thinking that this is a New Haven show. Uh, no, it's it's a Connecticut Black Expo. Our speakers are from all over uh, Connecticut, um, but we also wanted to highlight our best and brightest, like right here in our backyard. So young people that are coming there with their families, like oh, that doctor inspired me, so I want to be that that next doctor. I want to be CEO of a $250 million health foundation, you know, like you want, like you should be getting motivated, not just hearing, but seeing these, uh, these uh, professions that you might want to be in. I love, I love that you, you said that because oftentimes, Jesse, people think that they have to bring in talent. You have to bring in the, the, and the, you know, the, the big thinkers and the, and the movers and the shakers. We have them in our, I mean, we have Carlton Highsmith and I mean, we have amazing people here that could, you know, tell us a thing or two about how to be in business and and how to manage money and and all that yeah people here doing that so so i i love that thinking of of folks who are right here in our own backyard that could bring um i mean i see i see the good dr kalila brown dean she's gonna moderate the uh the conversation around political power is more than just voting that is so timely. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It is. No, nah, you're right. It's it's more than just voting. Um, it's it's about us one having an agenda too. It's like what are, what are you voting for, right? It's not just like all right, you want to exercise your right to vote. Folks have died for the right to organize us for that right, but also keep going from there. Like all right, that's develop an agenda. Let's get our own people, uh, recruit and finance our own people running for for office, right? Let's make sure that we hold on to power as well um, and not be in a uh, a position to always be losing power um, as well. And it's not power in a negative sense, but it's like taking our our own destiny in our hand and doing right for not just our people, but for all people um, at the same time. So so you wrap up on Sunday and you made it, you you gave it a gospel vibe, right? It's a it's a yeah. gospel vibe because it's Sunday. for the most part, yes, yeah, for the most part. Was that what? Now was that deliberate or? Well, listening to Torrance, I mean, there was that the tradition that Sunday was uh, Faith Day, um, which we know historically that's that's Faith Day uh, for <laughs> for for most of our our, our people, um, and you know we stuck to that tradition. So there'd be some dance, um, some some cool stuff earlier in the day. Um, and then 
uh, towards the, the evening, our very own Connecticut, uh, Dave McClure, uh, who I've been friends with for years, um, known his family for years, has he's actually releasing his new single actually at um, the expo, which we're excited about. And we always want to make sure every year that we, 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 we put our own folks uh, up to be able to open um, or, or be the, um, the main entertainment. And then he's open, he's opening for uh, Travis Green, uh, one of the biggest gospel artists uh, in the country. Uh, what an amazing uh, crossover appeal, relevant uh, music um, and, and, and genre. Um, but he's, I mean, he's dynamic. So have you been to other um, expos around the country? Have you been to others? I just recently visited uh, Massachusetts uh, Black Expo, um, myself and Torrance. I think it was probably about three and a half weeks ago to four weeks ago. And what was um, that like? It was more of a, it, theirs is more business to business. Um, it was at the uh, Boston Convention Center. Um, it, it wasn't uh, entertainment heavy. Uh, I don't think it was uh, entertainment at all. It was very corporate um and but it was good the the work the panels were awesome um mm-hmm. but it was it was definitely if if you're a business owner or entrepreneur uh it, it's focused just on that demographic of, of folks not that broader um uh conversation and it's sponsored by the black the massachusetts black uh economic council or alliance um mm-hmm. they've been doing it for the last couple of years major uh corporate supporters uh one of their biggest title sponsor or was um, United Bank, which is the largest Black-owned bank um, in, in the country. Uh, the COO, uh, Terry Williams, is actually from Bridgeport. Uh, they're headquartered in Boston. Uh, Kevin Cohey is the founder, uh, chairman, and CEO. But uh, I, I actually posted it on my, my page a couple of weeks ago. I was ran into her, and I was just like, she told us, like, you know, I'm from Connecticut. I was like, no, we didn't. But I was like, we've been following, you know, uh, one United Bank story in Black Enterprise every year. But yeah. it's, it's good to see, you know, a Connecticut person that's been the CEO uh, of that bank since its founding, uh, which is awesome. I love it. So talk to me about the, the, the folks who are sponsoring. And and was it a was it a hard sell to get them to join or or was it a domino effect? Once one signed on, everybody signed on. It was both. It was both. It was both. Uh <laughs> I, I I really, really thank God that we only had to ask people one time. And some we didn't have to ask, right? I met some of the very few folks that the moment I brought it up, which you always know, my, my political mother and mentor, Dr. Walton, the moment I mentioned it to her, I didn't have to, like, done, we, we're in, right? Uh, Adrian um, at New Haven Cultural Affairs, I, from the moment I was thinking about it, uh, two weeks after I had a conversation with Torrance, Count me in, right? And then, you know, Comcast, um, Fairview Capital, large, one of the largest Black-owned uh, companies in the country, headquartered in uh, West Hartford. Like, folks would just count me in, count me in, count me in. We, Howard Hill, uh, Con, Concord, uh, CT Next, um, um, Eve Joseph, like so many folks, uh, Karen Bellamy. I mean, as soon as I'm like, hey, you know, Black Expo, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Um, and again, if anybody still want to donate, we still need. Right? <laughs> I'm not going to say, and say we, we don't need um, at all, but the 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 cost to do an event like this uh, is, you know, we don't have arts and ideas, you know, budgets and relationships. Uh, 
to be able to run a, a successful production. We want to create that experience, but you know, it's it, it costs a lot. Um, and I was, you know, debating with Torrance, not debating, but just having those, those healthy conversations. Even with Howard, just recently, he's like, you know, Dag, is this is the cost really worth it? Is it worth the stress? And it was like, you know, for our people, it is. And I was like, all right, I'll get back to you on that one. Because um, <laughs> I want to, I want to be able to live a, a, a healthy, prosperous life without being stressful. But it's like you gotta, our people gotta know like these things cost so much money, and it's like we, we're not doing this. Nobody's on salary. Everybody's volunteer. Like we're doing this for you, right? And it's just mm-hmm. like we don't want sponsors like count me in, count me in, count me in, and then we're not showing up, right? We're not. We're, we're still going back to business as usual. So it, it, it needs to be worth the cost. It needs to be worth uh sometimes you know i had to ask maybe two people uh twice but you want people to to want to fight over being a sponsor of an event like this where you have uh a a gathering of of our of our family and so what's the team like what's your team like the team is a very very good team um after uh and i had a conversation uh maybe we convened the current crew around October um, and a lot of them are uh, New Haven born and raised. Um, a lot of them are, are are folks who, you know, come from the Chamber of Commerce with, with me uh, that, that used to be employed at the Chamber, um, but all active folks in all different various groups from Greeks uh, to, to other organizations. Um, and they've been extremely, extremely helpful um, and you got the talented Stacey Hunt, so uh, I know how talented she is. Oh no, she's 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 definitely talented. Um, <laughs> you know her, Mercy, Max, uh, TMP been with us since day day one. Um, I mean, we've been we've been like a family. No, we, not been like, but we we are a family. Um, and I, I just see us only getting better and better. Um, and and mo- the good thing is most folks knew each other for the most mm-hmm. part. Uh, so now it's just perfecting the team and then always making sure that there's always somebody that's 10 years younger than us all that's at the table for that kind of I think that's purchase. so important and I, I think that's a I think that's a, 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 a that most organizations should adopt that thinking that when you look around your table your board your committees if you don't have somebody on that at that table that's 10 15 years younger you are not you're not doing good work. Right. And <laughs> I'm giving just them say it. <clears throat> no, you're right. And giving them the responsibility, right? I mean I'm I'm pretty confident that you won't see me doing Black Expo no that long. You're just not gonna see. It's like there always have to be somebody that's there that you're either grooming or preparing to 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 take your place, right? I mean a lot of times we get in these positions and you know, you like the energy, you like the attention, you like the media, you like the spotlight. You don't like the stress. I mean, I, I don't know who would, um, but I see. You know, I was like, damn, I've been doing this for fifteen years. You've been in that same position for fifteen years. That's a problem. Most likely, it's been looking the same way for the last fifteen years. If you're still in that position, and it's like you want that new energy, right? You want the new idea. So either you're empowering those around you to be able to bring that perspective, or you're giving up your seat, saying like, I trust this person enough uh, to be able to take this thing in and run with it, and then be there to support them not to leave and then talk junk like we usually do oh well this person like, like no like no like bring new people to the team so we only get stronger 
it's like it, it, it baffles me. Some folks just been in positions or start organizations and then they look at it as if they're the Pope. It's like, no, I'm dying in this thing. It's like, oh my God. No, we're not doing that. Right. I, I like I like Ife's, uh, my friend, Ife, yo, you know Ife. Mm-hmm. You know, she started Lit Fest and she said, you know, listen, my she's that same thinking. She's like, I just want to get it foundational and then I'm going to turn it over to these young people and let them run with this. She's like, because that's not my intention to sit at this for 10 years, 15 yeah. years. She's like, I, I'll do what I need to do to grow it. And then I'm going to turn it over. And she's serious about that. She builds a team that they're all capable, solid folks who can, you know, even if she's not there, they can run it. They can do right. it. They can execute it. Absolutely. I think that's good thinking, Jesse. I really, I wish more people thought that way. So how, how are you, how are you personally? How is your, how is your stress level? And did you enjoy planning this? I mean, you're still planning it up to the minute, I'm sure. But I, did you enjoy this experience? Okay, Honestly, maybe enjoy might be a strong word. <laughs> back to, excuse me, to my point earlier. No, I, I'm gonna be vulnerable. I mean, folks know that I, that I am honest about these things. I mean, it, it, it is stressful. It is stressful. And again, every single day, all day, I'm talking with Torrance, um, and being able to have that thought partner, uh, like I had with Eldrin, one, you know, chief of staff at Barrett when he was pastor for nine years, it's like, sometimes, you know, it's, you, you got to constantly ask yourself, like, is it worth it? Is it worth it? And it's okay to ask yourself that every day, every day. Right. Um, Cause it can motivate you um, at the same time, um, but it, it is extremely stressful. Um, and it takes a toll regardless of how good your planning is, how good your team is. Um, it's just, you know, you know, you just got to constantly ask yourself, and remind yourself it has to be worth it. It have to be worth it. Um, and if not, then you can always, you know, check yourself out. But the community have to know that there are people that are losing sleep, losing time with their family. Um, I mean, when I'm in the car, you know, I was on Bluetooth. My kids always be like, "Who's that, Torrance? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that, Stacy? Who's that, Shante? Right? They know the conversation is about Black Expo, um, but it's like. You know, it's it's funny to them, but it's also knowing that this work becomes part of not just your life, but your family's life, yeah. right? And there's a sacrifice that they have to deal with um, that they didn't ask for either, right? And some of it is knowing how to separate it and balance it um, to where it's like, oh, let me do this when, you know, they're not around or something like that, but it, it becomes your life. So I have to constantly remind myself, Jesse, it have to be worth it. It have to be worth it because your people is worth it. Um, but you got to also, you know, tell your people too publicly, like, listen, don't go wait until the last minute buying tickets like you usually do, or don't go to events cutting up because, you know, you show up or you cut up, then, you know, we might not even have an event. Like sometimes you got to have these real conversations because you got, again, people sacrificing their time and, and energy to try to do something for us as a collective. And nobody wants added stress. You want to enjoy it. Um, yeah. you don't want to be dying from it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a good point. I don't, I don't think we talk about these kinds of things enough. You know, I don't think right. we say that enough. Like, listen, this is for us, by us. Come on, let's right. do this. Right. And, uh, right. we need people to sort of, to, um, to show up. Well, I'm, I'm excited. I think, I, I think this is just what's needed. And I love that it comes on the heels of, 
Uh, we just had a big summer of arts and ideas. You know, um, we just had Elm City Lit Fest. You know, mm-hmm. we've just had a bunch of other things. And, and uh, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of arts going on in the city. It's open source right now. And so here comes the, the, the expo sitting right squarely in the middle of all of that, all of that wonderfulness. And it's, it's, uh, it's very black. I will tell you this. You better put the inner city as a sponsor next damn year. You better stick us on your on your you, on your. You might want to go to the homepage and scroll to see who's actually on there because they they are on there. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see, see we, we, you know, yeah, you know how we do. I got you. Know, I want to know why I saw. So you sure they're not up there? They up there? They up there? They up there? Don't don't, don't worry. Because uh, I know um, it's a we got a beautiful ad that's running in the paper. I saw it. Um, okay. It's beautiful. Like it's big. It's beautiful. I was like, okay, go ahead, y'all. Yeah, that's good. That's good. No, and and we, we you want to make sure too. Again, whether inner, inner city or others, Lit Fest, Freddie Fixer. I I, I told us to um the, cr- the J- Jamaican American connection. Jamaican right. I, I, I told K too. It's like as the expo becomes bigger and bigger, and we're doing good fundraising, fundraising. And again, visit www.ctblockexpo.com to buy your tickets, oh, but also to donate to also <laughs> donate as well. But we're not going to be someone that's just going to be like, oh, you have all these corporate relationships and Lit Fest or Black Wall Street or Gospel Fest don't have the resources needed. It's like, no, let us be an asset. Let us also um, invite you to the same relationships that, that we have. Because sometimes folks get in a position where you want to hover your relationships. You want to hover like, no, if, if Black Expo is strong, Lit Fest will be strong. Gospel Fest will be strong. The, the, the Ville reunion will be strong. These folks will never be in a position where I don't know if we can we can make ends meet or we can execute their vision, yeah. right? Like, no, we want everybody to be collectively strong. So if there is a need, that's be supportive and helping uh, the need, whether it's financially, whether, whether it's intellectually, as far as brain power and planning power, you know, that's, that's support uh, one another and use each other platform to promote everybody's um, event. I'm so glad I got to spend this time with you this morning. I mean, because we well. see each other. You know, uh, at catch us, catch can, right? You know, we see each other. We have these tight little conversations in right. in these social spaces. So this was really nice to sort of spend forty minutes with you talking about uh, this event. I appreciate you. you. We appreciate Thank you so much. So I'll see you sometime over the weekend. I know you'll be no, running don't around. Don't want to just be at the after party. We bump into <laughs> each other just at the after party. That's that's really tough. That's really tough. <laughs> I'm old. I'm an old lady now. You won't see me at the after party. But oh, only at the breakfast. <laughs> Only at the breakfast. We we get up early by six. Where breakfast at? <laughs> I, we still I might be recover. there for the breakfast, but I might I'll be there sometime throughout the day because <laughs> I, I I think this is a wonderful idea, and I want to be black with my black people, so we're gonna do it. Oh, so thank you, you so much, Jesse. Thank you. It was great to seeing see you. you. And I'm so proud of you. So very proud. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. I will say, try. Tell Mr. Torres I said hi, and I hope to catch up with him some other time. You got it. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, my dear. Take good care. All right, Harry, we're going to take a break. And, uh, or, I don't know, are we taking a break, Harry? I got a few more minutes before we go on break. Oh, that was great. I'm so excited. So, y'all, get your tickets to the Black Expo. Come on. It's it's going to be a great weekend. And, uh, you know, you want to be Black in the space. You want to have Black excellence. Black is luxury. All the things. Just come and be a part of it. Hey, Harry, what's happening? Hey, Babs, how you doing? It's Thursday, Harry, Friday Eve. <laughs> it's all good. 
it's Friday. Oh, whoa, it's not Friday. It's Friday Eve. Yeah, it's Friday Eve. Tomorrow's Friday, so it's uh, uh I guess. I mean, I I feel like I'm always feeling like it's Friday. You guys, it feels like Friday starting Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I'm always waiting for it. <laughs> what? I'm always like, oh my god. <sighs> That's all right. It's uh, it's gonna be all right. Well, listen, the weather is nicer today. I mean, it was not. It got nice toward the end of the day yesterday. I mean, it was, and then it got foggy last night. I was like, oh well, my what, god. What's nice to you, Babs? The humidity. <laughs> I thought. I listen, Harry. As long as it's not extremely cold, I'm good. I oh. I could take humid weather. I could take a little drizzle rain. I could take it all. I can't take extremely cold weather. See, the ACs are off in my house. No more ACs. So it was just a a sweat fest last night. Oh, Lord. You know you could turn the bag on, Harry. No, I'm not going to do that. I Just for the day. Just for the I hour. Re- two hours. Refuse, three hours. I refuse to do it. So you'd rather suffer when you have the ability to just, just, just control... What How I did you feel is, in your space? What I did is I brought in a fan and had the fan on. But and then you just whined, right? You still whined because the fan yeah, didn't. Yeah, because I was up at 3.30 this morning with a migraine from the. From Why did the you just thing. turn the air on? I know. It's, you know what? The police, there's no air conditioning police. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying, Babs. I'm trying to save the world. No, because you know, you know what? You become grumpy old guy. So <laughs> save yourself. That's true. <laughs> and you could have just slept peacefully. And you would have turned the air out for like a couple of hours. And then it would have been off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I started working. I, I was up since 3.30. I started working out at 4.30. Um, and was out the house. I showered and everything out the house by six thirty. So are you are you in are you in New Haven? No, you're. Yeah, I'm in New Haven right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm I'm outside the studio right now. Oh, okay, okay. How did the morning show go? The first one. It's going. It's okay. A lot of work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we keep keep the train on the track. Engine, engine number nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We gotta keep it. We gotta keep it going. So, all right. Well, we got Aru at ten fifteen, which would be nice. And you know, he always brings a, a pleasing, a pleasing presence, right? So he'll get us connected to our our uh, ancestors. <laughs> Is uh, Angel around? We haven't heard from. Hi, Angel. If he's listening, if he's still on, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I haven't heard from Angel either. He might be in that seasonal depression phase. Um, who knows? Um, in Florida. Wait, it's sunny all the time? Okay. I saw that that somebody, they caught a, a huge alligator in somebody's house the other day. <laughs> um, I don't know how you... How you I get don't there. know why people still live in Florida. I don't understand it. But how how are the alligators able to break into the homes? Well, you know what, Harry? I saw this thing where bears have learned to open car doors. So I, I, I'm believing that alligators... Because you've seen those pictures, Harry, where the alligators know how to get up to the doorknob. Yeah. So yeah. they they probably know. even know the security code on your alarm system. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, right? 
anyway, I couldn't live anywhere like that. Anyway, let's let's take a break. You're listening to Love Back Love Talk on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Stay tuned for Unruh. Look for that other link. Uh, we're going to make contact with the ancestors. Musa. Anyway, <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. 